Welcome to the Good Dumps Podcast, Episode 8, featuring the saddest Rangers fan in the world, G-Man, and myself, Kawahawa. Didn't even make the playoffs, but whatever, fine. Sorry, we got a second overall pick, and the most recent thing is always the most laziest reporting, where it's like, Devils are prepared for any option with the number two pick. It's like, you could just be like, I don't have anything to write. Yeah, right? Have, <laughs> like, dude, that was one of the things I posted it on Twitter, GDH podcast, um, where uh, <laughs> it was like the headlines for the next three months is going to be why your team is going to get Barry Trotz. <laughs> like, <it was laughs> see that headline at one point or another. If any, like hypothetically, like we obviously got Florida playing Tampa right now. Tampa's up. It's game three, so Tampa might be up 3-0 on the Panthers. If the Panthers lose, that is going to be the headline immediately after game four. It's going to be like, why the Panthers need Barry Trotz as the head coach? I think he just he was interviewing with Winnipeg. Yeah, there was another team that was heavy on him. I think it was Philly. Philly needs to be heavy on rebuilding. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know, dude. It's weird because I kind of think Carter, Carter Hart isn't like, I think he's a good goalie. He just needs a little bit of help. So if you could get, like, another piece on defense, maybe you see a little spike from him. He's just been absolutely left out to dry. You, you know who I think would be him. a good option for Philly? Who's that? Jeff Flashel, or Fassel, however you say it. The Red Wings coach that just got let go. Is it with a B? I, dude, I butcher names. <laughs> this <laughs> yeah. is not the podcast for and for talking correctly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a good point. We're always fucking stuttering over our bullshit. Um, any particular reason you think he'd be a good pick? Or? Well, I mean, he was on. He was an assistant coach with those Red Wings teams that were good, mm-hmm. uh, pretty much until Pavel and Babcock left, and then he took over as head coach. So, I think giving him, I I just think he got a bad rap in Detroit, like, and they even kept him for years after, like, oh, yeah. so they knew it wasn't his fault, like, they're like, we're giving you dog shit. Well, you gotta expect a little bit, you know, he, he did what he could with what he had, but, I mean, I thought the Red Links, obviously they're, you know, uh, standing, uh, doesn't show it, but I thought they looked alright this year, they had a lot of good rookies, a lot of cool plays, like, you saw some kids that really stepped up, and you, Yeah, I just think his voice was getting stale, like... Well, time to change it up. That's usually, you know, the thing that management does when, uh, you know, we're tired of losing. What do we do? Like, well, somebody's got to go on the chopping block, you know? Believe me, they got Iserman as GM. They're going to be good in a couple yeah, years. That's what I was going to say. I mean, with the Iserman the building fucking the architect. <laughs> All right. So who, who are we starting with? What Which series? All right. Well, since they're playing right now, we'll start with the Rangers in Carolina and get it out of the way. I hate my life. I just, dude, this is one thing as a Rangers fan, any Rangers fans that are listening will completely understand this feeling where you're just watching them and it's like, do you even want to be here? Like, do you like, do you want to play hockey right now? Because it doesn't really look like it. You know, at the first two periods of game one, they looked fucking great. And then the third period came and they looked not so great. And then over t- ever since overtime, they've looked like absolute dog shit. I want as a Rangers fan, to, like, simp for them and be like, well, they're probably tired. It was a really tough series against Pittsburgh. Like, but it's just, ugh, it's depressing to watch. It really is. Because Carolina is such but a But the team. kids' line is the only one that's playing, like. No, and, they, dude, the kids' line looks good. They, they're they due, you know? Like, they, 
are ready to explode. I'm just waiting for it to actually happen. The first line is just fucking bleh. and even Silent. the second line. Panarin, this Panarin did this during the last series too. He's handling the puck well. He's you know doing everything he has to, but it's just not working out. You know, like he'll he'll dip and he's really good at getting into the zone and then containing the puck in the zone. Like you know, he handles. He's just puck. not scoring. Like. He he it just doesn't look himself. I, I somebody mentioned this on Twitter or wherever I was listening, but they said, "What are the odds that you hear as soon as the Rangers get eliminated, Panarin was fighting an injury?" And I really do think that's possible because he still looks good. He can handle the puck well, but he just doesn't look, you know, Artemi Panarin. So that's that's hurting the second line. Cop was really holding the weight for that line too. He's you know he can only do so much. Um. They're skating okay, but it's just, you know, little stupid bullshit. Like, they're not... It's just not working out for them. I do think that second line is due. Um, the first line, they just kind of decide when to show up. And then the third line looks great, so eventually the puck's going to go in the net for them. They're in the garden tonight. You know, you hope that a little boost from being at home will help them out. Uh, they're fucking six minutes into this game with no shots on goal, though. So I, I can't imagine it's going well. I can't watch because I'm sitting here talking to you. So um, I'm watching it as you're talking and does Carolina um, look like they've looked for the last game and a half. Yes. Then the Rangers are fucked. You know, you need something. You got to fucking get some fire in those pants or I don't know. You're home now. So the fact that you're playing the same way you were playing for the game, yeah, the, I get being tired. The Sturkin looks comfy so far. Well, that's good. I mean, the thing is like, like, you know, I get being tired, but you know, Carolina had a rough series too. And and the Rangers are, you know, maybe a smidgen older because Carolina is a very young team, but the Rangers are not like 30 year old players. You know, it's not like the stars where their average age is 32. Like there's young guys on the Rangers too. The oldest guy is probably, I don't know, fucking well, besides like Justin Braun, maybe Jacob Truba or Chris Kreider. Like those guys are probably in their early thirties, but <clears throat> there's really no excuse to be playing like this. You need to, you need to step up at the Pittsburgh series. I get it. But Carolina had a rough series against Boston, too. That went to seven games. So I, I don't really see that as an excuse. On a, so, so far, we have in our predictions this game, you have Rangers in seven. I have Carolina in six. And depending on how this goes, I mean. It's rough. Listen, I, I, think this is, I think this is a pivotal game. I think so, too. You've seen the Rangers do it before, but they, they just don't look, they don't look good enough. You know, well, it's like a couple years ago when uh, Devils were playing the Kings, and then after the series end, obviously everything, all the injuries come out, sure. and you found out since like round one, Kovalchuk was playing with a herniated disc in his back. It's mm -hmm. like Jesus Christ, and I'm kind of thinking what you were saying, like maybe Panarin's got something like that going on. Yeah, you you know that you forget that Cop Panarin, like there were a couple of guys that weren't playing right up until the beginning of the postseason, so. You know, Panarin had maybe one or two games where he was actually playing Panarin-like, you know? So he's probably fighting injury. Cop's probably fighting injury. Um, you know, Jake... Uh, Jesus, Ryan Lindgren? Have you watched that? That poor bastard. Pay that motherfucker. He, did, Find he the money. just deflected a shot with his, with like his shin, and it caused Shesterkin to make a good save. But if he wouldn't have been there, that might have been a goal. Dude, uh, sorry. Well, Shesterkin is looking good. It's unfortunate the rest of the team doesn't. But Ryan Lindgren, that poor bastard, probably has at least seven injuries right now. He's been hitting the face. He's been hitting the knees. He's been fucking crunched against the boards. And he just continues to come back. It's, it's like, incredible to watch. Like, if he doesn't get an A at the very least, 
that is a crying shame. He looks great. And it's unfortunate for the Rangers because you have a couple of guys that are really fucking putting it all out there. And then it just, <clears throat> excuse me. I don't want to say it's not working out, but you got to fix it. Something's got to change. You know, you got to, you really have to fucking put it all out there. Cause you know, Ryan Lindgren definitely is, but Carolina's a really good team. I've been saying that for a while. You really need, this is a big win. You win this game, you get some momentum behind you. Another game at the garden. Maybe you tie it up. You you got to start playing. Yeah, I understand that. Um, first two games, I mean, the overtime was rough. Yeah. I mean, Ian Cole getting that game winner was, was sick. Dude, I was so mad that it was over so fast because I literally walked out of the room for a minute. And then I came back in and the Canes were celebrating. I was like, Jesus Christ. Like, the game was so tight and they were both playing so well. Yeah. I was surprised. I was expected for at least double overtime. I mean, I expected a little more. But again, the third period, the Rangers looked like dog shit. So by the time overtime came around and they hadn't really changed much, I was like, this game's over. You know? But you it's like, they're, they're, they're playing good defense, but then, like, you got Tara Vinen, who's still averaging a point a game. Like, yeah. dude, he looks he looks good. Um, it's it's a pretty even match series. I mean, I feel like it's I feel like it's less defensive. Like, it's a more entertaining series than what they played last round versus the Penguins. Yeah, and it's not as heavy as a series as. The Carolina just came out of versus Boston. So that was, that was a surprisingly good series. I really did expect Carolina to walk all over them. Um, you know, but again, that's another example. Like Boston really fucking they played, you know, and that's that's what you need to do. Carolina is a young team. You know they're gonna skate around you. You have to find a way. If it's not coaching, it's gotta be guys, you know, throwing their grit out there and throwing checks and you know, we'll get well, into the it big later, thing with but... Carolina is they're like that money ball team. Like they're heavy on their analytics and sure. they're showing it works. And uh, I heard on the Jeff Merrick show that like New Jersey is starting to move in that direction too because they see Carol it's working for Carolina. Mm-hmm. They want to start doing that too. You know, it's that could be a whole shift in the league if if it works for Carolina. Like hypothetically, if they win a cup, which is absolutely in the realm of possibility, everybody's going to start making that move. It's the same thing with. You know, when guys started moving towards the speed game over the checking game, like the the league is uh, fluid. It changes a lot. There's always something new going on, some new, you know, scheme or, you know, you know, something as stupid as like pulling the goalie with four minutes left, like freaking Patrick Waugh did. Or, you know, putting a, uh, four uh, wingers or four offensive guys out there and one defenseman on the power play. Like those changes are fairly recent. So you kind of have to, you know, adapt with the game. The game changes a lot. Yeah, it does. I mean, look how big it's changed in the last five years and how fast people have gotten. Exactly. I mean, Connor McDavid literally just skates around people. It's wild. Even right. you know, Let, Let's jump from east to west with that real quick because I do want to talk about the Oilers Flame series because oh. it's the one I've tried to watch the most of, but it's on so late most of the time. I fall asleep, yeah. but the mm-hmm. highlights and everything I see, and I've rewatched a couple periods. Connor McDavid is just on a different level. He's a man on a mission. Yeah, I mean, that's basically been their series, you know? 
Like, it's almost like Connor McDavid is doing Connor McDavid things, and everybody else that's on the ice is just lucky enough to be there. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, do I think that the Edmonton's a good enough team to win the cup? No. But do I think Connor McDavid's good enough to win the cup? I mean, it's certainly looking that way, you know? And nobody else is really like, impressing me on that game. Mike Smith looked all right. Uh, so, the goaltending anyway. the, the goal is crazy, and... Uh, Daryl Sutter, the coach of the Flames, had some amazing quotes. Have you heard any of them? I think I have, but you'd have to refresh my memory. Like after the six-five game they had, I think that was game two or game one. Uh, they're like, "Oh, what do you think about it being like such a high-scoring game?" And paraphrasing a little bit here, obviously, he goes, "Well, they told me the first series was so boring and low-scoring. I thought this would be a good yeah. thing." Well, it's <laughs> like he's just yeah. easily like a wise ass. It's great. Yeah, well, uh, Evander Kane had a quote after game one and it was like whoever he was talking to they said what do you think your odds are in game two he said as long as we don't let in nine goals I think we have a good shot <laughs> <It's> <laughs> like, I mean come on like that series Dude, did you ridiculous. see Kachuk was chirping Evander Kane about his bankruptcy no I didn't see that that's hilarious yeah he like he's trying to get in his head and I'm not 100% sure it's working like as much as people might not like Evander Kane personally, and oh. ex-teammates don't like him, damn, he's a good hockey player. You know, I have a, a little bit of a conspiracy theory about Evander Kane. Like, he's obviously had his issues. He's probably not a bad guy. He just has a lot of... He's done a lot of stupid shit. Um, I think that he's one of the reasons that Jack Eichel's such an idiot. I think he was a bad influence on him in Buffalo, and it's the reason... You know, this is all speculation, obviously, but Jack Eichel has really been... He, he does some dumb shit too, and his play obviously hasn't been as good as it's supposed to be. You can consider the fact that they were he was drafted in the same round as Connor McDavid, or the same draft, I should say. And I think well, I have a little the, bit of the blame with Eichel. Was like, even after he came back from the next surgery this year, he he was playing out the rest of the season with a broken thumb. So, I mean. Listen, I don't think Jack uh, Eichel is a bad player. I do think that he needs to step the fuck up and figure it out, you know? And I again, think next year is going to be an interesting year for Vegas and Eichel, but I think that you um, know, as far him. as the Flames go, to circle back around, yeah. Um, who did I have in this series? Hold on, Battle of Alberta. Oh, I had the Oilers in six games. Um, I, I think this. Yeah, I'm starting to think that this might go seven games. I hope the Oilers win, and it's only two reasons because God. Damn, I want to watch more McDavid. It is crazy <laughs> to just like we both have on our favorite teams who we watch the most. Obviously, mm-hmm. we both have superstar players. Like you got Panarin, uh, uh, and why am I blanking on his name? Adam Jack Fox, Hughes. Chris Kreider. Oh, you're talking about no, those. But like, <laughs> oh, Zabanajad. That yeah. that's another guy on your team. But you see them go off, and it's good. But the stuff that McDavid doing right now makes them look like fucking third liners. Yeah. And I, 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 I'm I think, all for watching more of that. You know, I think that the the if you're Edmonton, you really have to go all in. Like, more than you have. You have to get anybody you possibly can to put around this kid. Because I don't think there's a hell of a whole lot that he needs to win a fucking cup. If he doesn't do it this year. You know, you get him a goalie that, you know, Mike Smith's numbers are not actually that bad, but nine goals in one game, that's unacceptable. Brzezgalov did that once, and he was just ripping himself into an asshole. It was hilarious. 
Like, you can do better. If you, hypothetically, right, you, let's say you have a guy like Darcy Kemper. Hell, you know what? Even if you have a guy like Alexander Georgiev, who you could probably get from the Rangers for peanuts. You know what? That would be a good move for them. I mean, yeah. going from New York to Edmonton, and he's been playing solid. Like, yeah, it would suck for New York, but because they would lose a good goaltender, like a 1B. But, yeah. I mean, if you're not going to play him, like, get what you can out of the value. Like, get a draft pick and uh, oh, absolutely, prospect. Like, dude, get a forward that's going to be a good, solid second liner in the future. I mean, you know, the thing with the Rangers is that you have so much young talent that picking up another young guy who you think will fill out, like, that's tough. You almost kind of want to go with, like, a veteran who won't cost you a ton of money and then maybe, like, a pick, you know? Yeah, but they, I don't think the Oilers have a veteran that will help the Rangers in that way. Uh, no, I know. I think but, they can address that better through free agency. More than likely. But my whole point is that, like, for Edmonton, like, even if you have to pay a premium, Get a fucking goaltender. If you get a goaltender, it looks like the rest of the team, for the most part, is even to the fuck the rest of the team. Connor McDavid. Connor McDavid can win you a cup. He's doing it right now. So get him a fucking goaltender. Yeah, I have not been impressed by Mike Smith. No, and it's crazy because his save percentage is not bad. I don't know how he has. He just doesn't look like for the coin year term. He does not look comfy at all. He's always flipping and flopping, and he just—he looks like a fish out of water. Just and it's—it's it's weird because the Oilers' defense is not bad. It could be better. You oh know? Jesus Christ! Uh, sorry, it's a guy in the Rangers just went ass over tea kettle. Fantastic. Yeah, um, but he's not hurt. It was just a weird hit on the board trying to go in deep for the puck. Um. Anyway, all uh, right. You know, that's just, our game three updates that yeah. we're going to be giving during the game. Uh. And obviously, we're talking mostly game twos and stuff right now. But uh, yeah. So how do you do? You still feel confident in your pick for the Calgary Oilers series? Oh, okay. I thought you were saying the Calgary Oilers. Um, <laughs> yeah, I do. I still think that. Oh, the Rangers scored. Holy shit! Who scored? Because of Vanacek. Let's fucking go. Hold on. How are you that far ahead of me? I, I'm in the NHL app, or sorry, the NHL website. I'm watching the game right now. There's no goals. All right. Well, 11.54 on the power play. Wow. Okay. They just scored. <laughs> what are you watching on a fucking wind-up TV? <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Sorry. I'll, I'll report goals the next day. <laughs> yeah. Right. You're getting them by teletype. Um, <laughs> there's, there's two things I do really like about the series, and I'm sticking with my pick as well. There's two things that have nothing to do with the on-ice stuff that I love about the Battle of Alberta. One is the Kachuk family getting fucking hammered in the stands. (laughs) Yeah, right. Dude, the Kachuk family is probably my favorite hockey family right now. Like, they are... They're just fucking balls to the walls for their family, and I love to see it. Yeah. And then, uh... Well, the difference is, like... One of them's not in the playoffs, and he's rooting for his brother. Like, it's nice to see that. Like, you don't see the stalls rooting for each other in the Like, you know what I mean? They're like, oh, yeah. obviously I'm pulling for my brother, but then you're not at the game hammering beers with fans. <laughs> yeah, Mark's too busy golfing right now, so. Um, in the on the Oilers side, that little kid that they have with yeah. them, 
that is the sweetest thing ever. And him w with that stuffed animal, I swear to God, it makes me want to cry sometimes. It's so fucking cute. <laughs> I think that, um, just real quick, I want to say that if the, I, the thing that I said about uh, Calgary, like the thing that was going to get them to win was two things. They need to shut down Connor McDavid, which they're absolutely not doing. And they really just need to throw pucks at Mike Smith because eventually he's just going to let them in. I think that that should still be your game plan. You know, just I don't know that Calgary has the defense to do that. You know, you have Noah Hannafin, and if you're Nikita Zadorov, just Love beat Hannafin. the shit out of Connor McDavid. Just do what you can. He's so quick. Try to get him on the boards and just fuck him up. You know, if it has to be a penalty, it has to be a penalty. A, you have to get in his head, or B, honestly, it sounds shitty. Fucking injure him because that's all you can really do right now. Connor McDavid goes down. Holy goes crap, dude! What you're freaking? Oh, I can't even think of his name right now. The goalie, Shesterkin. Shesterkin, yes. Sorry, there's been a couple drinks today. Um, <laughs> Shesterkin just made a diving save and put himself fucking horizontally and blocked a fucking goal. It was amazing, and that sure. was at. 656, so that happened about a half hour ago for everybody else. <laughs> no, actually, um, at the, uh, at the website. I guess there was a TV timeout because my, my thing still says 656. All right, so let's jump from the Battle of Alberta to the Battle of Florida, if that's what they're calling it. I forget if they are or not. They should. Um, um, sorry, you start. I'm disappointed highly by the Panthers. They've Me been too. playing so good, but the, the Lightning. Even though they're lightning are getting beat the fuck up, like just blocking shots and like I think Stamkos left the game like twice the during game two. Yep, he's got a goal like, tonight. Yeah, there's it's a hard, hard series. It's but I just and Bobrovsky is actually is playing well. I say that. I, I can't knock him as much as I've been knocking him before because I've been watching him extra closely, and you know what? This is not on him. I agree. And I would like to see Spencer Knight, though. I still, I still think that. You know, honestly, for one, I've been saying his name since you know the first round. Put him in. Why would you not? And again, to be fair, in this series, I don't blame Bob. I think he's been playing pretty well. Um, I think if I had to put this up to anything, coaching. I think that John Cooper is really just doing his job. He's a guy who you know was really fucking smart. You know he's got a lot of schemes in his back pocket. The head coach of Florida, Andrew Burnett, like you know Florida's a good team. Don't get me wrong, but he's he's a Joel Quinville guy. You know he's not. I don't know this for certain, but I don't know that he's ever been a head coach before. Um, and this is a big game, you know, and he's playing against arguably one of the best coaches in the league. So, you know, do you really, if just talking about the coaching in particular, you have a guy who, as far as I know, has never coached before. Um, no, he is a rookie and a rookie coach, and he wasn't even expected to be the coach at the beginning of the season. All that Blackhawk well, stuff, kind of. Yeah, it was supposed to be Joel Quinville, you know? And I think that, like, he's he is an interim coach, so... If you're just thinking about that as an aspect, you, you said it yourself. You know, Bob has played well during the series. The Panthers have played well during the series. So what is there to blame? You know, I think it's the coaching. I think John Cooper, you know, he's, he's got two fucking cups. You know what I mean? I mean, the guy knows what he's doing. And that's probably where it's all falling to pieces. And there's not really nothing, anything you can do about that. If you're the Panthers, you just need to play harder. I don't know what to do. 
and uh yeah and I, I would still like to see the panthers win this series uh not sure if how likely it's looking but well i'll tell you right now that tampa just scored making it four to one so they're about to be uh zero and three in the series Hopefully they don't get swept. <laughs> that, would suck. that would suck for whoever comes out of the East because now you're playing a well-rested, high-morale Tampa Bay team. Yikes. Two-time back-to-back Stanley Cup champion. Yeah. You know, Corey Perry's having to bounce back. Fucking, he's looked great in this postseason. So I do not want to play Tampa Bay in the next round, especially against Actually, the while I was watching, while I was watching the Panthers game, game two, I was thinking, you know what kind of player the Panthers need? Who's that? Blake Coleman. Okay, why? Gritty, playoff performer, hit scores. Like, he is just, like, everything you want out of a... He's between a second-line and third-line player. Like, he, he was one of the pieces that got Tampa that first cup. You know who they need? Justin Williams. <laughs> <laughs> Justin Williams coming out of, out of retirement just to play in game four. <laughs> oh, and I got a little breaking news here. Um, two things I just seen online. Uh, reportedly or allegedly after game three, Jordan Bennington threw a water bottle yeah. at Nazim Kadri yeah. during an interview, which couldn't, I like, I don't blame him, yeah. but that's not really professional. It's shitty, but I, it's understandable. Yeah. I, so wait, wait, wait. So I, I think we'll we'll move on from Florida and Tampa because it looks like Game Three is over. So it's going to be lightning up three to nothing. I don't like the the, the Panthers' odds in this. I think that that's uh, that series is going to be done. Maybe Florida takes a game or two, but I don't I don't see the bounce back. I don't see them winning this series. Which is uh, I'm sort. I had the Panthers in six, and I'm starting to think it's going to be Tampa in five. But I'm still rooting for the Panthers. Same. They got the em- the empty net right now. It- 241 left so it's probably going to be game over but um yeah I don't, I don't see florida coming back from three and oh i don't i want them to but i don't think it happens maybe uh, dude, if, right. if you've got some balls put night in there you might as well i mean yeah you, you have nothing to lose at this point because you're still in the same situation yep and if the boys rally around night it's a fucking it'll be a good thing i risk high reward you know Again, we've already said it, Bob. Doesn't look bad, but you need to do something because you're just not winning. All right. And so you were saying thing, about... oh, real sorry, quick. Ahead. The second thing of breaking news is Mark Giordano is close on signing a one-year, one million dollar deal with the Maple Leafs. Okay, I'm surprised by that. According I thought to Elliot have, Friedman, thought he might have hung it up after this season, but that's good. I like Giordano. I've liked him since. Oh, empty netter for Tampa. I like Giordano since he was with the Flames. You know, I liked that team back then. Mika Kippersoff and those guys. They were studly. Yuri Hudler. All right, so let's go to the West Coast for the last game. Uh, you go ahead and start this off. Uh, I so I have a little bit of a of a problem with this game just because you know I said it before the season even started. Jordan Bennington has to be the guy, right? He's got to be lights out. And for the rec- like for the most part, he has kind of looked that way. Like I thought. He I mean, he wasn't really playing good, bad. I I think he was playing better than good. Like I think he was playing very very well. You know, obviously the Avalanche won a game, well, two games now, but like you, that has to be expected. You know, the Avalanche is probably one of the best teams in the league and you know, they're going to score, but Bennington has been fucking studly. Even the games they lost, I thought he looked great. Now game three, all of a sudden Kadri runs them. Yeah. Come on, dude. Give me a break with that. If you look, so 
Dude, Kadri has such a bad rap in the playoffs. I feel so bad for him because he's oh, me, such dude, a good player. Let, all right, so let's let's go there. Do you think it was a good hit? Do you think he did it on purpose, or do you think it was an accident? I don't think I don't think he did it on purpose. To be honest, I don't, I don't think he did. I just think it looks even worse because every fucking year he gets suspended in the playoffs. Dude, so. if, if this were any player, I would still say the same thing. I think he ran him on purpose. You have a good reason to. Right, because he's been fucking lights out. On top of the fact that I watched the video and I slowed it down 0.25 percent at the last second, it almost kind of looks like he throws his left shoulder a little. To me, I, this is what I think. It looks like he almost throws his left shoulder a little bit. I don't think that because of the contact in front with I can't remember the, the defenseman for the Blues, but I don't think that the, the contact in front causes the the collision with Bennington. I don't. I think that. He might not have meant to run him that hard, but I do think. I think. Like, I think the. I think it was inevitable. Like I don't think there was any way to stop. Like I agree with that, but do I think? He and had I think to hit it was. I don't. I don't think there was intent to injure. I disagree. I really do. I think that he. he well, maybe not intent to injure, but he definitely wanted to hit him. Like that's. Uh, again, if you watch it and you see the contact in front, I think that he didn't have to. Like, is it avoidable? Probably not. But did he have to hit him as hard as he did? No. I don't think so. I think that no, he, but he's he, he a, he's not like a small dude. Like again, like you you could have hypothetically lessened the impact. That's what I think, right? It looks like I said, just watching it. You know, I I'm I'm not a fucking professional hockey player, but I I watch a shit ton of hockey. It almost kind of looks in the slow motion like he throws that left shoulder a little bit. Like the contact was probably a little worse than it had to be. That's my opinion. And again, if you're Kadri, that's a good fucking trade. Even if he gets suspended for the rest of the series, who gives a shit? Bennington's the only thing that's holding the Blues up right now. You have to hope and pray and do whatever thing, you know, sacrifice virgins to hope that Billy Huso can hold up the way that Bennington did. And, you know, I think Huso's a talented guy, but he hasn't had I have a thing about Huso. Here's here's what I say. Played really well. Well, I mean, he did get pulled, like, from the series overall, but he's still good. Yeah. He still made a lot of good saves in Game Three, but yep. he did not look comfy. No, no, I agree. Billy Huso is a rookie, you know. Like this is his first time really stepping into the, you know, the postseason. Yeah, world. but Binner had the same thing. Yeah, but Bennington's like, been there he, before. Binner, Bennington has a cup. No, but like in his first, the year they won the cup, he was in the ECHL that uh, year. Well, no, that's a good you point. know what I mean? Like it's a. Like, if you need somebody to, like, talk you through this stuff, I mean, he's got the guy who's done it like you have before. Like, and now, you know, now Bennington's got to sit on the fucking sidelines because he's out for the rest of the rest. Of the yeah, course. it looks like they just called up their third string goalie from the AHL. It's shitty because, I mean, listen, who, the only person who knows if he did it on purpose is fucking Kadri. And, again, I think he did, you think he didn't, but at the end of the day, like, in terms of trade-off, that's a fucking positive trade for Colorado. Colorado probably would have won the series either way, I think. But that's a fucking huge thing. Like, that's like they're almost like if you're a a Blues fan, you have to be livid about this. And you have to want. Oh, I would more. be too if I was a Blues fan. Like, just hypothetically again, like I'm not, you know, what if Kadri did do it on purpose? He, what if he outright admits he did it on purpose? Well, like, that. You, it, you suspend you, him. That's it. Well, yeah, you suspend him for like half a year at this point because no, that's a little extreme. But I would no. definitely spend, suspend him for a, a chunk of the next season. But even if you, like I said, even if that is the case, would it, let's say you suspend Kadri for a year. You know, he says outright, yeah, no, I did it on purpose. I wanted to injure him. 
okay, the, the Blues lost their starting goaltender. And, the you know, the Avalanche lost, what, their second-line center? What do you do yeah, in that situation? True. Like, I, I don't know, man. I, I think it's really shitty, the whole situation. But I, I don't think he's that dirty of a player to be like, man, yeah, I did it. I think that I think that a lot of like Kadri, like you said, he does get a lot of bad press, but he still is a dirty player. I don't think that's arguable. He he's not. He gets a lot more attention than he probably should, but that doesn't make him a clean guy. Like he does some shit that's shady. He fucked up. Uh, uh, it was a Bruin. I I don't even remember. I don't even know if he was on the Avalanche. It might have been uh, when he was still in Toronto. No, that was when he was with the Leafs. Uh, yeah. Last year it was Justin Falk. Oh, I don't remember that one. Yeah, last I, year he got suspended because he hit Justin Falk. He fucking... But when he was with the Leafs, it was like Chara hit... I think Chara hit him. No, no, no. Chara hit somebody, and it looked bad. And then whomever it was from Boston was like side-by-side side with Chara. And I mean, it should have been a charging. It should. I think it was a boarding. He just full force just slams it. I think it might have been Charlie McAvoy. I don't remember. But it was like, oh my god. Like, that's intent to injure. No question. But again, this is if it's the postseason, who gives a shit? Kadri's a very talented player, and I want him on my team. You know, I don't want him suspended if I'm an Avalanche player. But, okay, let's say he knocks out one of the first-line def- defensemen from Boston. Like, that's that's a good trade. It was, De- it was Jake DeBrusque. Yeah, all right, thank you. And they suspended him for the rest of the first round. Which, that was the rest of the season for the Leafs. Yeah. Like it was this year. I don't know, man. I, I think it was, it was shitty. And uh, I I said... Prior to the series, if 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 the Blues are going to do anything here, it needs to be on the back of Jordan Bennington. You might get lucky. Billy Huso, you, you know he's talented. He played well all regular season. If he can step up, great. But, I don't know, then they'll probably just send Gabe Landeskog to fucking injure him, I guess. Well, you you had Colorado in five, which still not very possible. bad, not far off. Uh-huh. And I had Colorado in seven. Yeah, no, there's no way. It's probably, you know, again, Billy Huso could absolutely do what Bennington did. But uh, I think Colorado in five is a good bet. Now that he's yeah. gone, I, I lose. Like a lot as of a days. as a fanboy, I want to see the Blues win because it's, it feels like a feel good story. For sure. Um, but I also do want to see the Avalanche win because I think they deserve it. They're such a good team. <clears throat> yeah. No, I, I Colorado. I mean, they they put their time in. They're so talented that there's very. And you know what? Nothing. One thing we didn't talk about: Sam Gerrard. He's out for the rest of the season. That's a big piece, if you ask me. Oh, dude, that hit Barbashev. I think wow. it broke the collarbone of Gerard. And it broke his sternum. That's it was wild. a sternum? Yeah. Uh, dude, and like, and obviously it looks worse. A lot of these things work, look worse in slow mo and replay. Definitely sure. wasn't intent. Definitely wasn't like, that's not what anybody means to do in that situation. It was the beginning of the game. It was, like, the, it was the first minute and a half, I think. Yeah, it was pretty early, and it's just unfortunate to see because I like Gerard. Yeah, I love I like Gerard too. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't like you, Gerard. I like <laughs> no. So, all right, so just because we're on that point, it's worth noting, right? That Bennington's injury happened after that hit, right? So I know that you don't think there was intent, but let's say it's hypothetically, also a knee injury from what I just read. Yeah, but but again, my point. Okay, so that hit happened a minute and a half into the game. I think a minute and a half, maybe two minutes in. Five minutes later is when the injury to Bennington happens. You don't think there's a little bit of intent there? Kadri just sees their top-line defenseman go down. I mean, I, listen, I just think there's so many reasons that it is very possible this was on purpose. 
I just don't buy it. I don't buy it. It was an accident. And if Bennington threw that water bottle at Kadri, I hope it hit him in the fucking head because he deserves it. That's bullshit. <laughs> you know what? Uh, I think it's going to be a pr- next game is going to be good. They're both going to be out for blood. Oh, it's going to be rough. I mean, they both just lost really good players. Yeah. But, I mean, come on, dude. Like, I, I get. I mean, obviously, Bennington's off. more crucial, Absolutely. but. Dude, I would love to see whoever replaces Gerard in the lineup come in and just light it up. I, I think that, you know, Colorado probably has a decent amount of depth there. You know, even if they don't, like, you, 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 you move a guy up a line, and then you have somebody running three t- third line minutes, you know? That's not the end of the world. You know, their defense is really fucking good, so. So, who do you got for your comfy goalie of the week? Ah, uh, <sighs> I don't know. I, I was between two, but uh, as much as it pains me, I think I'm gonna go with Auntie Ranta. Yeah, uh, I don't Ranta really think there's a like... better choice. I mean, he's. I mean, you could say it's. Uh, uh, God damn! Why can't I say his name this week? Esterkin. Yeah, Shesterkin. I feel like I'm gonna be like shit my pants ring, like or some shit like saying it. But uh <laughs> Yeah, Sterkin. Mouthful of marbles today. It just <laughs> just power through guys. Mouthful of booze. <laughs> and I'm and I'm not gonna edit this out because like ODB, we like it raw. Jesus Christ. <laughs> if you look at Ronta's save percentage, it's almost of nine four. You know, I do Dude, he's just even if you just like put all the stats aside, just watching him he looks good. Yeah, no, he does. I think that this is one thing I will say. As I, I've watched a lot of anti Ronta. I've watched him with Carolina. I've watched him with the Rangers. You know, uh, I, fuck, he was with Chicago for a while. Like, I've watched him play a lot. I could In Arizona. See... He was good on oh, Arizona. Right. I forgot about Arizona. You're right. I could see a slip. I really could see a slip from Ronta. And if it does, like, hypothetically, if he wets one soft one in, look out. Because if you're Carolina, that's not going to get better. He lets in one soft goal, and it's all downhill. As a guy who watches Ronta a decent amount, again, he played for the Rangers. He lets in that one soft goal, you have to be concerned. No question. And I don't know if Freddie Anderson's ready yet, but if, like, hypothetically, if they lose two in a row, and Ronta doesn't look comfy in either of those games, get him out of there. You know what? I would need to look this up real quick, but have you heard anything about Frederick Anderson? Honestly, I haven't. Um, but I haven't really been looking, you know. They, well, the last thing I heard was like in the beginning of the round one, they're like, oh, you're probably not going to see him. No. But uh, I'm not even really a limited participant in practice. Yeah. So you could probably see him next round if they yeah. do. If they beat if the they Rangers. do end up playing Tampa, but again, <laughs> dude, same thing. Why would you put him in? Ronta is almost not point nine. Well, I mean, percentage. I'm not saying do put him in like right away. I think yeah. you're at the point where you ride or die with him. But I mean, the way he was playing this season, it's a good backup. It's absolutely like yeah. saying going to Spencer Knight. Like it's, you got what you got. I mean, you got two, or it's like going to Huso. It's yeah. you still got a solid goalie on to go to. Yeah, I think that, uh, you know, if you're the Canes, unless that, that, that slip from Ronta comes, which I, I really do think it's it might. That's not me being a Rangers fan. That's me just knowing, you know, watching a lot of anti-Ronta. Um, if you see that slip and you have Anderson ready to play, fucking put him in. You also have Kochenkov, who looks fucking great. So, 
and and the Kochenkov, they played him. <clears throat> I think it was like the second to last game of the season versus the Rangers, and he was lights out. So if you have to, you have two very good options to put in. E- even you know hypothetically, Franta gets injured. You know, you you're you're really not worried about goaltending. Again, something I said. You know, before the playoffs even started. Canes are pretty solid. But yeah, Ranta, Ranta does look out of all the goalies playing right now. He definitely looks the best. Yeah, I mean, I, I mean, I'll give Vasilevsky a little bit because I was the... I was between him and Vasilevsky. Kepper also looks okay, but in terms of actually very comfy looking, it, it could have been Bennington if he didn't just get murdered by Nazem Kadri, you know. But yeah, he was pretty comfy before he died. Yeah, before he was absolutely <laughs> murdered, you know. And he's not comfy right now with that lower body injury. I'll tell you that right now. So, you know, I like, you know, Vasilevsky looks good. Um, you know, I don't want to pick anybody from the Calgary Edmonton. You know, it's just, no, there's too many goals scored. (laughs) Yeah. It's almost like it doesn't seem right. And you know what? To be fair, Darcy Kemper has looked okay, but I don't know. I, I, if I'm, if I'm picking, it's gotta be right. It's just gotta be. As much as it pains you. Oh yeah, no, it hurts like right in my right in my liver. At least a uh, later. <laughs> as I cried to sleep. Yeah, bottle of whiskey. Snuggled up with a bottle of pink Whitney. <laughs> Stinky pinky, yeah. Oh, dude, I've been hammering the pink Whitney in this playoffs. Not even joking. I got to Fire Academy in the morning, so I got a fucking. Uh, I'm having like two IPAs and going to bed. <laughs> yeah, I got similar things going on. That's the one thing I don't like about these West Coast playoffs, like. Like they start so late, like it's Sunday and they're starting at eight tonight. So I might see a period before I freaking doze off. Exactly. Because I gotta be up early. But that's the thing. I can't watch the games. I just gotta get the highlights. I will play my world's tiniest violin for myself. (laughs) Yeah, right. Got anything else? Uh, Are we uh, we wrapping up? Not really. I mean, bring back GM connected mode. I mean, I'm still trying to get that to gain some traction. I'll tell you what, if we get GM connected back. And I'll shut up about the reps. Although, actually, I haven't really complained too much about them. They called like 17 mm-hmm. penalties in the Carolina game, and the Rangers still lost. So, even the, even the refs couldn't help the Rangers in game two. Yeah, no, I mean, it seems like the refing has been pretty solid after round one. Been I mean, better, even more solid that. because I don't think it was too bad in round one. No, but that's my opinion, and I don't want you ranting on that again. Yeah, I'm <laughs> over it. Oh, actually, you know what? I didn't. Yeah, no. The Rangers had four power plays, and the and Carolina had three. I thought the Rangers had a lot more power plays than that in game two. But either way, it didn't help anybody. Nobody scored on the power play in that game. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, there's some exciting games, man. I mean, and my top two to watch. I'm I'm more excited about the East, but that I might mean, be East Coast biased. But. Yeah, I, I, that 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 Florida game or that Florida series, I should say, it's just ugh, it's almost a shame. I feel bad. Like I like the Panthers, so the it's Panthers tough to are watch. Playing this. like they're playing well, just not well enough. Yeah, and the thing is and that it, I, I mentioned this in like a previous episode where it's like it seems like Tampa always really has Florida's number. You know, I know that that has leveled off, but like in years prior, you know, like maybe two years ago, and you know, Florida was still a good team, but it's Tampa got more competitive. <laughs> No, absolutely, but not not in this series. It hasn't. But I would like to see them meet in the playoffs more. I think it's good for the game, especially in a non-traditional uh, yeah. market. Well, that's the thing. A lot of people, you know, in terms of, like, fans in Florida, you know, like, they always say, like, oh, the Panthers are going to move or, oh, Tampa's going to move. Like, 
you know, even like Tampa's win one, two cups in a row. And people were saying like, yeah, but they don't have a lot of like really diehard fans. If you go to a Tampa game or sorry, if you watch a Tampa game, Tampa versus Rangers, there's a lot of fucking Rangers fans in the, in the stands. And I don't think that's because Tampa has limited fans. I think it's because a lot of Rangers fans, i.e. New Yorkers, moved down to Florida. Snowbirds. <laughs> or that. Yeah, that's a good point, too. Yeah, I mean, um, and another thing I haven't seen a lot this year, I've seen it a couple times, is in some of the hotter climates, like the, uh, was it, Carolina, when they were, I think it was game two, there was a couple times where they were patching up the ice, and I haven't seen a lot of that. It seems like the ice quality has been pretty good. I mean, sometimes during the playoffs, that becomes an issue. Yeah, that happened and... in the Rangers. In the Pittsburgh, I mean, the whole Pittsburgh series, any game at MSG, they were having ice problems. That's in the Garden. Yeah, that's you know? what I was surprised about. It doesn't look like they're having that tonight. Um, But I'm surprised because MSG usually doesn't have that many ice issues from no. what I see. It definitely um, didn't look right. The whole Pittsburgh series, like honestly, even Game 7, it didn't look good. They were doing patches and all kinds of shit. I think somebody actually said something about it, one of the Pittsburgh Penguins. Um, also, here's a good thing. If anybody's listening to something, the uh, more hockey stuff, Spit and Chicklets had the referee Tim Peel on, you know, okay. a retired ref. He was mm-hmm. the one who, uh, he was in that Nashville game and he's like, oh, I wanted to get one against Nashville. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, um, he talks about that. It's a really good interview. Um, that was one thing I was surprised I liked it so much. So that's my suggestion. All right. After well, you're I'll... done listening to this, of course. Yeah, yeah, uh, twice, twice. Listen to it twice. <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for today. I want to go and watch the Rangers. Right. And I guess we'll probably after like two more games, we'll come back towards the end of the first or second round. Yeah, I think if we if we can make it, you know, if there's you know game seven's coming up, we'll probably do something right before game seven, and then if not, we'll just uh, right before the third round for the conference finals. All right. Well, until next time, have a good dump. And right back, GM Connected. Bye.